This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs, introducing the new Firehouse Pub Steak Sub with savory steak, crispy fried onions, and our rich Belgian beer cheese sauce. On tap for a limited time. Order yours at firehousesubs.com today. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2018 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.13% of every purchase. It's Friday here on Liquid Lunch, and uh, Ivy went out and got some uh, wine, special liquid. <laughs> and we're uh, we've got a little low joining us here. California's best. Uh, and it's always good to have Lowell on the show. And uh, Lowell is an architect, as we can see from the picture here. He looks like Moshe Safdie, standing in front of uh, Habitat 67. And uh, but uh, we're talking. I know you're a real. Um, uh, proponent of uh, uh, permaculture and uh, food security and urban agriculture, so we're going to be diving into that a little bit, eh, Will? Yeah, sure. I yeah, I I believe in climate change, and uh, um, as an urban dweller, as uh, growing your own food, and there's so many suburban backyards, you know, it's uh, you know, turned them into mini farms, and. Um, as a movement, I'm trying to start a co-op, a summer Absolutely. co-op. Yeah. A summer co-op? Yeah, like um, to install rain barrels and backyards and 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 build something called a sub-irrigated planter bed, so that you you, you carry the water to uh, to to the beds to grow food, and it's uh, it's sub-irrigation, so you okay. water the plants from below. Yeah. Now sometimes I have to say, you know, as I, uh, you know. I'm usually stuck downtown, but if I get a chance to get up uh, and travel the 407 or, or, or travel the, the periphery of the GTA, which is seems to be expanding to encompass all of southern Ontario. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Urban it, it's kind of depressing to me to see, like, you know, oh, that was a field 10 years yes. ago, and now yeah. it's a subdivision or whatever. And I'm trying to look at the bright side of that. And one of the well, I one feel the same coming from growing up in Oakville. It's now touching the borders of Milton, Burlington, everywhere. It's You're absolutely right. It's one big, giant mega city. There are the fields are completely gone. But trying to see what the advantage of it is, is that we have uh, all these homes. They do have backyards. Yeah. And they do have and services, including water. And yeah. backyard hens are becoming, I think they're legal now in Vancouver. Now, don't tell them. Let's... The vegans don't like the backyard chicken farming. Right. But, so we'll just, but it's organic. Just leave that for now. Okay. But, um, you know, so there is an opportunity for us, even with this urban sprawl, to uh, become um, eco-friendly food security and have people. Yeah, that to be the one positive aspect to uh, to the urban sprawl. Well, right? the world yeah. is running out of water, so this taps into. Now, are you getting sub-irrigation from bottom, well, or are you wait, collecting yeah. rainwater? Well, yeah. well, water, it's like, I don't know, I follow the, have you guys heard of this um, documentary called Years of Living Dangerously from um, James Cameron, the, the director, Canadian director. He it, loves, well, his next well, movie's all done underwater. It, the the, the doc documentary, I was saying, was two seasons on Showtime, but uh, I get feeds from them and um, on Facebook, and they turn it into five-minute segments, but... All the superstars, superweight uh, Hollywood stars like um, Arnold, um, Harrison Ford, um, Matt Damon, um, female and Don Cheadle, the oh, Iron Man. Yeah, he goes to NASA, 
and talks to the scientist, and the scientist is freaking out, like, um, yeah, um, that they think the, the drought in California and in Texas, um, they're going to run out of water in like 20, 30 years. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, okay, so that's because of climate change. Now, that applies to those guys. Well, but I, I went to, a, you know, I, I follow like the, the building science community in, in Ontario and, mm -hmm. and like the green. The, the, Fire the green, warnings green, and things? Well, no, the green, um, um, green architects and the green scientists, you know, they, the conference, uh, the presenter in one of the conference on climate change related topic, they, they, they think uh, there's going to be um, like mass migration. To from Canada. Yeah. It's huge. We're one of the luckiest countries in the world. Yeah. We have the largest resource of natural water, but that's going to affect us because they're estimating that the price of water is going to increase exponentially. We're already, if I understand correctly, as of five years ago, ex been exporting water to the states. Well, they have a plan to dam James and, Bay. And, and essentially, once the Great Lakes run dry, like we're one of the luckiest places in the world. But yeah, once that yeah. runs dry, there's something else left because the rest of the world is... Yeah, really struggling. You know, somebody needs to invent instant water. Well, um, the Navy makes water. Well, they know how to desalinize water. <laughs> okay. That, that might be expensive. No, to we'll do. Get yeah. So, so low. Okay. Israel is doing a lot of that, I think. Yeah. Right. Okay. And, and, of course, Saudi Arabia, too. Oh, right? okay. But we're but, focusing um, on the GTA exclusively. Well, yeah. So why the Rain Barrel Initiative here in Toronto? Oh, why? Um, Good question. It was just something that there, there's um, in Ontario. There's a, there's a group that sells rain barrels. Um, they they uh, they sell all the kits, all the parts, and um, uh, I think in based in Hamilton, they sell thousands of these things and um, like the gray barrels. Thanks. And uh, are we looking at these now? Yeah. So, I have uh, actually have seen those in people's backyards and yeah. didn't know what they were for. So yeah. what are they so, for? So they, yeah, like so it's, it's connected to the downspout and the the the, the, uh, the east trough of the roof, and it, it it collects the rainwater from the roof. And they say it's like there's less chemicals, and so it's 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 better for the plants. Now, I, I you know I did have a concern though. Yeah. That you know because most roofs asphalt? are asphalt. are yeah. asphalt uh, yeah. in Toronto at least uh, shingles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, tar and, oh, yeah. good and point. like, is there any of that that gets into the water? They they sell they sell the the rain barrels all over the place, and um, th this group sells thousands of them in Ontario. They they're connected to like um, uh, the Legion groups, church groups, and then they have like fundraiser events. Um, and so they, if you organize an event in like a church or a Legion hall, then they they would give you a cut, you know, for selling the barrels, and the, a truckload like three hundred. A barrels uh, a, a truckload okay now here's yeah. something that we're and, looking at yeah. so this is um, so this is something called um, sub irrigation planter bed um, I, I, I learned this from Joanne Dows she's a guru in Toronto uh, urban gardening she she grows food I believe in downtown Toronto she um, yeah she, she's amazing um, does she have a business or no she's a she's a profit um, uh, um, Centennial or, um, or Sheridan, I can't remember. Um, graphic design prof, I think. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, and she figured out how to. So this this idea, I think, came from maybe an English person thought about watering the plants from uh, under like 80 years ago or something. And she she's done the research. She she figured out how to do it using like 
do-it-yourself materials. Like oh, okay. Yeah. So like. Now plastic. why do you need all of this well, business in it? I mean, is it is? I'm really no, ignorant in this area. Yeah. Truly, like seriously, I don't know what's going on. The, the idea and, is to. And why yeah. like is, so the bucket collects water and it goes into the ground and waters the plants and you don't need to do no, anything. If you um, own a bucket, no, you need it's, to it's, do it's, nothing. It's, it's about creating water reservoir down in a planter, planter. Um, box or container. a container yeah creating a water reservoir so that um, and you, f you can fill it from like using plastic bottle tubes and then the, the idea so that when when the soil around it gets wet the, the the roots will find the water by itself so instead of watering two or three times a week yeah you 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 fill it once a week and or then the rain fills it once a week well no you you um, well that's when we 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 have we connect the, the no we connect the, um, the the rain barrel to to the planter bed with a hose or with some kind of um, yeah um, <laughs> water carrying device. Does this ease the workload from watering one's garden? Yes, yes, for sure. I think and so. And it's also yeah. economically sound. Well, they say that it's uh, it saves water. The the people that use this um, kind of um, system, they they say it's like fifty percent save more water because. Because when you water from the top, you know, the, the, it doesn't get to oh, the roots. Oh, true. It takes time. It, That's when you just saturate yeah. it. And it's like you, you, you water the, the leaves. You water the, right? So, uh, yeah. Sorry. Well, those containers are great because I've been uh, trying to grow potatoes in a container. Yeah. Is it working out? I, I, I don't think I'm putting enough soil in quickly enough. Potatoes are need deep soil. That's why you got to keep adding soil to it. Right, but yeah. if you, if we had one of these watering systems, now what what are the, now oh, yeah. what's so that, is, Joe Lowell? Is, so this place sells um, rain barrels by thousands in Ontario, uh -huh. but they don't really have a stand for it. So they have like a makeshift. Um, so I wanted to design a stand for them, but they uh, they're saying it's too expensive. <laughs> this is your stand so you design. This is my standard design. It's uh, using you know two by fours, um, and it's it's demountable into two pieces um, and um, that well, looks fancy Joel yeah it's, it's low yeah it's it's, <laughs> it's demountable um, it, it raises the, the the barrel high enough so that you can put a water can underneath it oh so you so can that, now what is it is a water can like a manual one yeah sure pick can, up? a manual one if you don't want to yeah if you just want to do it you know but the old-fashioned way but the other method is having tubes that run into the soil you could the connect itself. you could connect the barrel to to the planter bed yeah to so the, that to, would to, automatically to the water water reservoir your you, uh, sub that would yeah you just turn on the valve and then yeah. the water will let oh. i'll show you later that oh, will, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah and when you good. say water bed do you mean it has to be in an enclosed container or you just mean where you have the plants wait Will you show you? Yeah. What's we'll this one? It, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, this well, is, what's this one here? This is. I'm working with uh, like Dave Jones, an old uh, older um, senior gardener from East Scarborough, and then we were doing these, yeah, things related to Bourbon agriculture. He's the organizer to, to uh, East Scarborough Community uh, Garden Association, and this is a half. So these plastic barrels are. Um, it's what the food industry uses to carry food or liquids, um, and um, they they're food grade plastic. So we use it as barrels, and we use it as the rain barrels, and we use it as a planter bed. So we cut this in half, and we built. Uh, oh, that's great! Yeah. So those so are we, like we probably cheap and freely available. 
That's um, also they, food they, grade. Yeah, this is yeah food and grade, and it's um yeah. Uh, Meaning it has no chemicals that seep out. Yeah. Or it doesn't. Um, yeah, the Maybe. plastic is safe. No too. BPA. Yeah. No BPA. Thank you. I'm saying. Okay. Okay. What about this one, Joel? Uh, Lowell? Yeah. yeah. This is this is uh, it's the same idea. That the, the previous one was. Um, it has flowers. Yeah. Uh, was 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 sitting on the ground. This one is raised, so it's like a, for, so you can it's but ergonomic. Are those those same barrels though? Yeah, or same barrels. Yeah, the, you can get them in white. You can get them in blue. Okay. You so we painted a little colors. bird on there. Yeah, and so this so, is, thank you. So thank th you. That's a nice one. So this could be <laughs> a planter nice box, right? <laughs> I mean, you can really grow a lot of food in that. That's thing. a good point. A little bit, I mean, it's like, uh, it's, you can grow herbs and, you know, well, you can fill that up with maybe. potatoes. My beverage right? is full of fresh <laughs> mint. <laughs> but, but it's the idea that, uh, you know, if more people do this, and then you, Grow a little bit of food, and then you can you can you can get two planter beds. You can get you know you can, you can make your own on the ground, and then um, and food can create a community. I think if like you know um, start sharing. Well, it always you know food is community. What especially with most cultures, food brings people together, brings yeah. people to the table. Yeah. What do you think the top three ideas would be? Like, why should someone get one of these? One of these water. Well, I like this one here because it, it's sitting on your stand. Does it stand. save time, save, save money? Save is time. it economically well, yeah, sound? You, is it you, saving you, the environment? What would you say yeah, is the top you, three? Just yeah. pin it down for me it's, it's or us. Good for the environment. You, um, you know, you reduce. Uh, you grow your own organic food. You, you, you know, get you, to do what you want yeah, with you it. Get, you grow your own yeah, food and, and have right control over it. Right, and yeah. it's easy. And it, it's easier. It, yeah, and you're. And you're saving, saving water, water. Yeah. and this doesn't oh. have the fluoride. It doesn't have the fluoride. Yeah, and they like there's a problem with urban uh, settings, uh, like urban areas having too much concrete. So they now they want to go back to. Um, Anyone can do this on their rooftop, even right? Like rooftop gardens yeah, this are becoming one, a thing. No, you've got this well, picture here. Is, yeah, you could put that on your roof. This is a, a, a balcony that uh, the 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 homeowner I. He started doing this already, and I we bump we connected somehow, and then um, we told him about the idea of sub-irrigation, and he went all out. So he built the planter bed already. He was about to, um, and then we, yeah, and then he uh, put in the tubes, the water tubes, oh. and, underneath. Yeah. From the rain nice. barrel, there's the rain barrel there, balcony. Yeah. and that's like a very urban, typical downtown urban yeah, Toronto setting, thing, right? Um, but it's aesthetically nice too. Yeah, this one. Because sometimes she, he, he the barrels are good, like unsightly. Yes, the barrel can be unsightly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so he painted everything black and and to match. And little, what's he yeah. growing in there? Um, I'm not sure yet. I. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the height of the summer. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, yeah, I, probably I growing to, uh, hopefully potatoes. D Dave Jones helped them more with that one. And then this is the third installation we've done this year. Um, uh, yeah, this is so. So it has. Um, those, those valves. Yeah, valves and the splitters and. So that's where you can open those up, and that'll feed your well, subterranean yes, beds, yeah, right? Yeah, Chris, if you can, um, if you don't mind uh, going to the next slide, yeah, and then so this oh, one lovely. feeds that's right to, to um, uh, they thought of all this and. Um, so, so that's actually the, how it goes into the yeah, ground well, for the sub business, sub irrigation. Yeah, it doesn't have to be in a planter. It can go right to the floor. Uh, now this right tube though is collecting the water from the barrel. From the barrel, yeah. And, and we just open up the valve and then the water oh, will come in. And then right. this is a, a weeping tile. It's what they use in um, 
footings, um, uh, like basement um, yeah. footings to, 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 to collect the water and drain it out. So oh, it has of holes. course. And holes. any place that has um, a swampy type environment, you would use that yeah, type of Yeah, to, to drain the water. Yes. This so, would work well for like Hughes potatoes, for example. Someone that needs deep ground, deep water. Exactly. Yep. So. Because it's ideal. <laughs> yeah. It, so, so we, we just. You know, collect. I mean, the the, the solid uh, the the pipe would go, and this is something called a soca hose. So it has holes in it, so so it would just drip water out, and then the the weeping tile will let the soil around it get wet. It has a sock around it, yeah. So it so the it would get moist. The, now, how yeah. close does the plant need to be in proximity to the weeping tile? You know, I had this this older Indian gardener that I met up with last like year. Like indigenous? He, no, uh, sorry, uh, East Indian. Uh -huh. He put one of these things in, it was a, a foot below grade, he said, and he didn't even put... Um, a foot uh, below grade, meaning yeah. only went a foot deep. A, a foot deep, sorry. A so foot, you don't yeah. even have to, so one would just need to dig a foot, put it in. Just a, a small trench, yeah, and then you yeah. put it in. Yeah. And, then and what do you say? He says it's working out really well for him. Look here. Yeah, and so, yeah, that's just, so this person we met, Again, um, this in nice. East Scarborough, she turned her whole yard into um, a, a vegetable bed. The plants look she, happy. She, she built you know what? fence that's around it. Great yeah. thing to do. I mean, it's such a rewarding thing to do. Oh, look at yeah, this! That's the homeowner. That's Dave. And then uh, that's Dave. Yeah, there? that's Dave. And so, yeah, we, I don't know. So where's the no? So in this picture, everywhere. for example, are the, the you see the, the raised bell. beds? Are the are the things yeah. underneath the raised yeah, beds? Yeah, the things are underneath the raised bed. So, so there's like. Or five of them and they're planning to grow enough fruit to, so they want to sell uh, the seedlings and whatever to to so at what i'm just showing here Look is that you know this is like toronto we have small yeah. yards they're yeah. maximizing this is a very space. small yard but typical toronto but you can grow a lot of food in that that space is being maximized yeah and it's fun yeah of it's course. fun and the, yeah the kids we it's I, actually I, good yeah. for kids yeah it helps them yeah. understand they because it's hands-on hands-on yeah it gets their hands yeah, playing with nature. Your hands in the soil, right? Yeah, you just tell them they're playing when they're actually working. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Low, okay. But so that yeah. is actually, no, seriously, that is a, a concept that a lot of cultures, there's a new article that was out recently in, uh, was it the New York, not the New Yorker, but uh, about how other nations, I think they looked at Mexico in particular, is children love naturally helping out and that's when you compare other cultures to western culture uh where children don't want to do chores it's true they love helping out and it gives an opportunity for kids to help out and learn yeah okay. I, so I, I think uh, yeah in they, a fun they, way they, they yeah she has teenage daughters and that, that was part of the the reason she turned it she wants to i don't know to let them get them, into it yeah, teach them, them yeah, about yeah. oh really and grow their own food so yeah. Oh, there they are. Oh, They're playing in the sandbox. I designed a, a cedar That's a deck. That's a really nice sandbox. Yeah, with uh, with uh, with another plant, uh, the cedar deck, and she had some leftover pieces. And then me and Dave went over, and then he thought of building using the scrap pieces, and we built the sandbox. Why does it have That's the two nice. sections? Yeah, this is for seating. She has four seats. You can have four. Yeah, but what's the no, front oh, section? Oh, the this seating is, is cool, yeah. but the two. That's yeah, th this really is cool. where the sandbox is. Uh, this is where they put the sand. Uh, uh, I think. Oh, they, oh so yeah. it's like a sandbox for play with seating, but then yeah. it's also yeah. the seedlings. You know what's good about <laughs> sandboxes? You can also fill them up with water. That's what I used to do. Get really? the hose, fill it up. And then what? You know what I'm saying, pretend it's a pool. Oh right. <laughs> 
I mean, it would need to be a pretty big sandbox, yeah, but that'll still. Be fun. That'll be fun. That's in a whole other level of water irrigation. Okay. Yeah. Do, we, do we need more pictures? Low, oh, thank you. Low, yeah, thanks, Chris. That's yeah. an, so this is... Um, it's almost so, a piece of art. Yeah, it's almost a piece of art. Yeah, it is. I, it I actually think, is. It's the... Uh, the rain barrel stand. So this was the first, third version where the two lakes came together, and then I had to uh, in, because I had to lift up the. Um, I shifted the the lakes. It was a double lake design, and then um, because it's easier to put together, you don't have to do these crazy joints. It's now, just, so you made screws. all of this. Yeah, I made all of this. That's yeah, so cool. yeah. It's with, not just made; the, it's designed. This you. is designed it's by an architect. Well, we gotta just make it clear, oh, yeah, yeah. you know. I mean, I wasn't fully sure because it's so amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Seriously. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you have created and built it. <laughs> yes, we, we we built it at the Dave's uh, uh, East Scarborough um, storage uh, unit on the on the driveway. <laughs> he, he yeah he has a so storage unit and he uses it as a shop. That's <laughs> what Saturdays were made for. <laughs> okay. Cedarwood rain barrel stand. Yeah, look. again, it's CD Saturday. And the background is uh, rice paddy fields. <laughs> See, look, CD Saturday. Like, I told you yeah, Saturday. So, yeah. are you selling these stands as well? well? Yeah, well, I'm Transition Toronto. Uh, it's a green group from uh, originated from the UK about a couple of years, uh, like maybe five, ten years ago. Um, they, um, they, yeah, they're, they're doing something called tree mobile. Um, uh, they're, they're, it's like they, they buy like mobile, mobile trees. trees. They 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 help. <laughs> they, they promote people to buy uh, tree seed seedlings. I guess you call them. And then you and then they they'll get volunteers to help help you plant it in oh. your backyard oh, oh. in great. spring. And then they'll they'll uh, put this up on their website. You know what I do? Well, I take a tree. And anybody can do this. I, I I go around patrolling in my little laneways. And I find little seedlings that are just sprouting, and yeah. if I need trees, I'll, I'll just transplant them to where I need them. Right? That's what I do. They take a long time to grow, though. A little bit every year. Yeah. But herbs. Yeah, herbs and, and leafy greens. Yeah, I'm, a few months. I, I mean, a few weeks, and then yeah, within a couple yeah. of months, you've got a full garden. I have a north-facing balcony. I live in a small condo. and. And I you've tried, been able to do this? I've been able to grow herbs and, and green, leafy greens on a north-facing balcony. That is incredible. Really? That's like, where like lettuce? Toronto lettuce. is going. I can and, grow lettuce. And what else? Really? Cilantro? Uh, um, what I love call, cilantro. Um, basil and things like that. Oh. Those, that those but, you know, so much of the community in GTA lives in condos. And I can't, I don't have a green thumb. I try. It doesn't work out. Like it just doesn't. No, you, maybe you're, uh, you can no. you just Maybe the rain barrel piece would be the thing. Just keep trying. I have. So irrigation. Yeah, they, they, the sub, sub. <laughs> So essentially, you've got a condo, it's north facing, and you've built a planter box like the one we saw attached to that balcony. And you have a barrel, it collects the rain, and you are successfully growing lettuce and I'm herbs not, I'm and all not that. Collecting, I'm not collecting. The condo board would not allow me to collect. <laughs> oh, okay. all my, oh. But uh, the, um, the, the, no, you can buy these sub-irrigated planter beds already. They, they make them out there. So they, but you people can even, even get you a can little make, bit make of food security on the balcony, stuff. is what you're saying. Yeah, you can I grow mean, stuff on the balcony, yeah. If it's, and yeah, it's fun. It's, it's a great thing to do. Course. I mean, whatever yeah. you can do. Okay, Lowell, now you mentioned you're trying to create a co-op um, co with this. Do you want to just uh, oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. tell so, us so about that? Yeah, I want to create a, start an, an initiative where, you know, uh, the, the people that help out, the volunteers, would get like a token amount of money, you know, maybe you know, two or three hours, and, or maybe minimum wage, and then they'll help to like install these things. 
That would like, be great. Yeah. And, and then, so I'm and trying that to, way you would be able to meet the demand you're getting. Yeah, I. You yeah. need people to help, yeah, right? I can Install. Create community. Yeah. Well, I would think too that homeowners or people that have some would like to have this, right? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it's going to save on the water bill too. We didn't even talk about that. <laughs> it will save on the water bill, and. Um, so yeah, not only uh, are you saving on buying vegetables, you're also saving on your daily water bill, and you're saving the planet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's a, and it's a uh, good endeavor. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's, it's a worthwhile endeavor. We're yeah, sure, exactly. right? If anybody's concerned about global warming or climate change, yeah, right? It's obviously yeah. something they can do. They can save money on their food. They can grow organic food themselves. Uh, because you know, we talk about food security. You know, some people remember what happened when the when the blackout happened. Oh, right. Right. Yes, like, I remember. If that would have gone on much longer, we could have been in dire straits. So if if we can be start moving towards self-sufficiency in food, then it's that's going to be a good thing. Yeah. And you, you know, one more thing I just want to say before we wrap quickly, though, the cool part, too, is that, you know, we said the word unsightly earlier, the blue barrel or whatever, but something like that stands out. I've seen them for years. I didn't, I knew, I understood that they were collecting rain, but I didn't really know, like, what they're using it for. Actually, I have no idea what they're using it for. And so just think of building community, think of the neighbors, think of, so there's a house or whatever and the neighbors are going to start asking or kids if the teenagers or children are involved at school kids come over oh what's the rain barrel for and word of mouth spreads it spreads the whole thing it's like oh well we're actually collecting water natural irrigation da, 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 da. and that in itself builds the community so sometimes when something stands out that can be a very good thing as opposed to blending in so Lowell how can people participate yeah, I'm looking for homeowners uh, and people that will want to help out. Uh, I'm maybe my uh, approach hasn't been that uh, effective to uh, getting people to help. So I'm trying to. Uh, well, that's where you're going to pay them. Well, Lowell, you know what I'm thinking. Though you heard about those guys in Kelowna that were going around and um, and they were getting. Uh, they were basically making agreements with homeowners, and they would go and they would farm their front or their backyards. Well, where is this? In, in Kelowna, BC. BC. Yeah. Oh, really? And yeah. then they would uh, share uh, either the produce or the profits with the homeowners, yeah. and they were able to turn, really? you know, Very acres big. of urban yeah. uh, lawn into uh, highly productive food. Yeah. Well, uh, no, the um, yeah transition Toronto was trying to start that last year, but yeah. they uh, but something happened and they they they. Installed. See, yeah. it's up to you, I think. It's up to me. So, okay, and, and not just you, the people out there that would like to help and they can get in touch with you and you guys can get this thing working. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, lowlowdesign3ls.com. Lowlowdesign.com. And do you have an email or a phone number you want to share? Uh, yeah, LLO at lowlow, L O W E L L L O design.com. And phone number? Do you want to do that? Phone number? You don't have to. Um, 647. Five four two three six seven eight. Send him a text. Well, I don't know if that's a text. Uh, Thanks. Will you take text at that number? Yes, sure. Why not? Okay, Lowell, did you get it? Is there anything else you no, want to say? It. Thank you, thank you. Thank he you. Was I, I just want to say that awesome. Thank you, Ivy. Designer. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. Yeah, this. Uh, and there's a good yeah. incentive behind this. Community, food, saving the planet, 
and saving I feel, I feel, money, I feel, helping I feel, yeah. people connect. Yeah, I feel a little bit rebellious too. You know, like we architects are always about you know, design, high yeah. design, and like like this the is people like, think real estate, they think money. Whereas yeah, you're it's doing like something yeah, this is different. Like, this is like you know something. Something what are you saying, Lowell? Something important, something that something. matters on a community level. Well, no, just like, uh, you know, like, forget your high fashion, man. Grow food. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, grow food, yeah. right? Because one day, if there's no food, you won't care too much about the high yeah. fashion. Yeah, okay. like when the blackout happens, if it happens again. Okay, Lowell, thanks for yeah. coming in today. Thank you. Okay, Thank and you. thanks, Ivy, for doing Thank this. You. Okay, that's it. I think we're done for the week here. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next uh, starting Monday again here on thatchannel.com. Your friends can only handle so much fear. They have a breaking point when adrenaline takes over and they're not just afraid, they're petrified. <coughs> Halloween Haunt at King's Dominion will push you to the limits of fear. Come select nights through October 28th for night rides, demented creatures and terror you've never felt before. Fear is waiting for you. Save up to $30 on tickets at kingsdominion.com.